Welcome to the Ripple Fishing Report. I'm your host, Brad Long. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Ripple Fishing Report. And on today's show, we're going to talk to Captain Lionel James over in Destin. How you doing, Captain Lionel? Not too bad, my man. How you doing? Man, I'm doing fantastic. It's uh Okay. It's getting, okay. you know, it's it's one of those days. Um I it, it's actually I, nothing special, you know, but the, right. the weather seems to be turning a little bit. Things are kind of happening, so I don't know. You know, it's a good day. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so you uh, have you fished a little bit since we spoke last? I know you've been busy doing some other things, and and we'll definitely I get did, into that. I did. Um, I did do a little offshore fishing, man. Kind of the normal stuff. Uh, you know, um, a lot of red snappers, a lot of um, vermilion snappers, triggerfish, and yeah. um, some AJs. You know, the, the bite was okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just kind of the same thing right now. It's kind of routine until, you know, this weather like totally switches and we, we get a little bit of a different pattern where we can go after a different fish and, and it cools off a little bit more to go after some of these trout and stuff too. So, you know, pretty much, pretty much the same routine for me for the last week outside of this conference that I went to yesterday. Yeah. You know, I was going to say, man, I think that, um, it seems like, it, you know, after, after tarpon season and before the fall, kind of where we are now, like this dog days of summer period. I mean, yeah. inshore fishing, man, you can do it, but you're going to be miserable and, and it's going to be tough, you know? And I that's what I tell myself. I'm like, man, I'm going to wait a month and let this weather break and then, you know, a couple cool nights and I'll be able to pull around the flat and, and actually do something. Whereas right now, you know, you'd be wasting your time. For sure. For so, sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I de- but yeah, and that's and I say that because I don't have the capability to run offshore. So, you know, that would be the only other thing is and you know, you can keep a few trigger fish and uh have something to eat. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, yeah, for sure. So I, that's what I kinda dig about the wintertime and I, I'm thinking about getting a second boat, a skiff to get back to that. Yeah. Uh, that site fishing in the wintertime and, and offer that too to to keep my busy as well. And uh it's just fun. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just fun. You know, and I, I never, I mean, I, I don't do well in cold weather, so I, I, I've never done it just because the mornings are cold. You know, I just, I haven't gone through the motions, and, and I think I'm going to try sure. it this year, you know. For sure. Uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, in the morning, in the wintertime, you don't necessarily have to get up that early, but if you do, you could bundle up, and then as it, you know, it progressively gets warmer. As it, that's the great thing about Florida, you know, you you are going to get to a point where you're going to get too hot, you know. Yeah, yeah. So and, you know, and that that's a good point. I mean, for people like me that that kind of travel in and try to do it in the same day, um, as far as getting there, getting home, um, that's that's true. You know, you don't have. I wouldn't have to leave at four in the morning. You know, I could leave at like sure. six, you know what I mean? And, and, and get out on the water at a time that would be probably better anyway. Cause it'd be warmed up for a little sure. bit. Sure. For sure. For sure. No, man. Yeah. Well, so, so speaking of, of obviously we're talking redfish with, with this conversation, I mean, pulling around and stuff, that's generally what we're looking for. So you went to the first annual, if I'm not mistaken, um, red, what are they calling it? Redfish summit? Yes. Okay. So the FWC had their first ever redfish summit and, what it is in a nutshell is the beginning process of finding out more information about redfish in different areas and strategizing on how to save them, um, okay. make them more accessible to everyone. Um, because 
the redfish alone is solely is solely responsible for billions of dollars of Florida's revenue. Yeah, absolutely. Billion. It's seven. Mm. It's like seven point. It's like actually, I think it's like three point nine. It's 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 a really really high number. And so part of that was also a lot of information was given to the, from us from the scientists that are doing these studies and trying to save the seagrass and. Um, it is the number one sought after fish in Florida. You know, I so I'll just say I um I remembered uh, you and I spoke yesterday, and I remember that you mentioned that you were going to travel to this thing, and I can't remember if we were recording when you told me or before, or after, whatever. But yeah. it hit me, and I said, "Oh yeah, that's that thing." So I googled it. Somehow I found no. There's some Facebook posts from FWC about it, and in that there was a link to uh, the video. It was live at the time, but you could go back and watch it. So I, I actually watched some of it, and um. It was interesting, man. Some of the stuff they threw up like that, like I guess, you know, if you had, had asked me and I really thought about it, it makes perfect sense that the right. redfish so, would be. Because if you think about it, everything essentially north of like Tampa, Orlando, um, on the Gulf side, there, there's really not anything else but redfish year-round. You know, there's some tarpon yeah, that so, come through, but, you know, you hit Tampa, then you get into Snook and, and some of the stuff that's a little more warm weather. But that's a lot of the state, man, that's, that's kind of on both right. sides. Right, so that that is the most accessible fish to everybody from, and 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 I guess we're just saying like the common fisherman, you know, that's you know starting fishing for the first time or getting into it, you know, the most probably the most accessible fish for him or her is the redfish. Like, how do I go catch a redfish? You know, right? Because not everybody has a boat, not everybody wants a boat, and not every you know, uh, but there's so many ways to catch them, whether it be floating uh not floating but waiting yeah i am you know all these different kind of ways and even if you get the boat like typically a flats boat you know there's a lot of different flats boats out there that can get the job done for a really really affordable price you know yeah. What I mean? yeah absolutely there are and so, <clears throat> yeah it's it was you know i saw a lot of and and i so i have some questions about what i saw so um i i saw they were kind of um and i can't remember the section because i kind of just bounced around and when something when some of the slides stood out i would stop and kind of listen <clears throat> but so they were they were and, and I, in the beginning so i saw jordan todd's name come up yes on this slide and apparently they lean on him for for that for the apalachicola area i guess and and from what i gathered i didn't watch the whole thing they they're basically asking you know what are you seeing on the water or you know where are you seeing large congregations of fish in that area because then that would kind of let them know that those fish are probably there to spawn and now they know that right um is that the idea did i understand that correctly i mean it's it's a huge it's there was so many different section of this meeting like i said it was an all-day thing but that that was part of the idea gathering information from uh captains that are on the water every day to figure out where these fish are what they're doing where they're going and all that stuff there's a couple tagging programs there but in jordan's case i I believe and don't quote me on this because there was so much information uh given to us it was hard to all process it all at one time so i had to go back to my notes and everything and read it but they asked him a lot of like how many redfish he's seeing yeah um, and then when he's seeing them and um, a lot of like genetical information about the fish, I think Jordan might have done clippings for them as well too. So, yeah, you know, we're doing a lot of genetic work to see like 
how these fish are late and can you move these fish and all this. I mean, they're talking about hatcheries and well, and but, on, on that note, they mentioned in the Mosquito River Lagoon and the Indian River, that whole area right there. Um, did I say that right? The Indian River. Anyway, that that area. Yeah. Um, they did some genetic work there and realized that one of the theories they had about, they thought they had a resident population of fish in that area, right? right. And right. turns out they didn't. And the, the way they figured that out was genetic testing from one batch and then an, the same thing from the batch they would get offshore. And they realized they did go right. in and out. So, so they're, they're learning tons of stuff, you know? Yes. Yes. You know, and it's not, um, and, and with that, that'll be, uh, that'll be like knowing that. And from what I gathered from it, um, like, so don't quote me on this. Like it was a lot of information, but understanding that there, the genetics were all relatively the same. It would be easier for them to, gather redfish breed them and then move them get redfish from anywhere and breed them and then move them into that area oh i but, see what you're saying so if there's right. like because i guess different genetics would mean technically it would be a different species of redfish right like i mean yeah, very yeah, yeah i mean yeah, like and it's so weird. it's kind I'm of not, adapted to live in a certain area in versus, that area yeah right, that right. makes sense that makes what, sense but then, I mean, we got into like the salinity and what, how it affects them and where they go and where they, I mean, where they start at, uh, how, at what age do they leave the, the bay to try to go gather with a school, a different school for, for mating. Like, I mean, it was very, very in depth and that yeah. was just, just one part of it because what ultimately their goal is to try to establish new rules and this is where it was coming in new rules for regu- new rules and regulations for different parts of the states. Uh, yeah. How is it going to be for captains, you know? Um, because, and there's not been a much study done up here because there was nobody here to actually represent this area. So we, right. there's not, there's, there's not a lot of tests. There hasn't been a test done in, in years. Um, and it's, it's just, man, kind of overwhelming. Cause like I said, it was a lot of information, but yeah. And also trying to change the narrative with what people perceive FWC to be. I think the big narrative is law enforcement, right? Right. I'm going to get a ticket, you know, if I'm not in, if I'm going too fast in a wake zone uh, or whatnot, but that's just one part of that entity. You know, the other part is trying to figure out what's the best way to stop the algae bloom uh and, and red tide and yeah. create more fish for people uh here's a really really good fact fun fact right the it, uh, your license that you buy and i encourage everybody to buy a license even if you're not in a, a florida residence even if it's a day license because all that money goes into funding fwc and these kind of projects right okay that's where it all goes to. Uh, and, and I'm going to get the numbers for the next conversation and make a cliff note of that, of like, and actually give some actual n- relative numbers instead of just kind of speaking in like a, a way of like, I guess you can almost say paraphrasing. Cause I don't, I don't have it all in my head right now. I just yeah. literally just got back home. Well, uh, and, and look, man, it's a day of like data. Like it's just, a, yes. they just unload yes. all, from what I could tell from the, the slides I watched. And so I'm curious, was it, is it open to the public or how, how did you? Oh yeah. Okay. It was absolutely open to the public. Um, who you know, was, was who a lot was, of, lot of public, huh? Who was primarily in the audience? Was it, was it guides mainly or, or were there some, uh, you know, I would, if, if I had to guess it was 50, 50 split. Yeah. Guides in public, you know? 
Yeah. Uh, and one of the coolest parts is after the presentation of the information, you know, you were divided into in sectors uh, and sections of Florida. And you, they wanted to make these lists of like, okay, what are the issues? Okay, how can, you, how do you think we could solve them? What rules do you think to be changed? And I mean, it was, it was all kind of stuff. And that's how you gather the information. And you looked at the top voted rules and, and regulation changes, and what do you want to see done? And then you start from there, you know. And that's yeah. that's the cool part. So with that, the next step for them is in every area, they're going to have. Uh, little fishing science um, days at like local bait shops and stuff like that. That might be a huge part of in this area uh, and, and just more education of the public and letting people know what we're doing or what they're doing, how we're trying to do this. And, um, and just changing that narrative too, as well as like, we can't, they can't do their job and know what the population of the fish unless once you get back to the dock, you're open and willing to give them information about the fish you caught. Regardless of the thing, those guys that, that are coming to the dock and asking you for that kind of information, they're not there to give you a ticket. They're there just to gather a couple samples if you have them. Right. Just genetic samples. That way we can start studying them and stuff like that. So um, I encourage everybody to uh, just dig into more of this, and, and I'll be the, the vessel to, to put out more information um, next week about just little tidbits here. Now I ain't going to overload you guys. But, <laughs> yeah. Cause you know. man, there's, there's a lot of good information in there though. I mean, there really oh, was. Dude. And you know what I really like I was about fascinated. it? You know what I really like about it, Lionel is you that it all. And now look, I've been a resident of Florida before and I've always had an interest in the fisheries of Florida. And I don't, and in, in my mind uh, with all the, the red snapper, you know, regulations and all the regulations that have come about in my lifetime. Right. And it's been a lot, you know, um, I, I don't feel like I, it always felt like it was some kind of backroom deal or like, how did they come to these conclusions of this is what needs to happen? Cause it, out here in the real world, it's, you know, with red snapper is a good example. It doesn't seem like there's a problem. You know what I mean? And a lot of people feel that right. way. Trigger fish. It's like, what are we doing, man? There's, there's plenty. Why, why is this? But it's nice to know and see them reach out and recognize that they have something that's a cash cow. Like, they just, I mean, if, if that's what people are coming to Florida to catch, then you need to make sure that they're around. You know what I mean? It's great to see right. them recognize that because, unfortunately, we live in a world where if that didn't exist, they wouldn't care. That's just the way it is. Um, so it's nice to have that on your side, you know, so you have everyone's attention right now. And For sure. it's great to see them reach out and say, hey, come tell us. You know, come tell us what you're seeing. And so, you know, it's, you can't complain about it. I mean, you know, here's your opportunity. And there's probably going to be multiple opportunities to help kind of steer the direction of this thing. I think it's a really great way to get actual real world data from people like you guys that are on the water all day long, every day, and you see it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and other right. people. So I think it's a cool thing. I think it's how you get it right. I, I'm really proud of them for taking that step. Yeah, man. I think it's going to be, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's just education, you know, cause there was a lot of stuff that I learned, man, a lot of stuff and just understanding what they're trying to do and trying to accomplish. I mean, and these are like, the panel wasn't a panel of fishermen. It was a panel of, of scientists who love fishing for redfish. Right. 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 So if you look at it, if it's about the money, it's not because that the salary isn't all that amazing. It's, you know, they, right. they're doing it because this is what they like and love to do. Yeah. Um, 
and it, it was just really dope, man. It was really dope. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm just thrilled to death that they that they recognize that that because we've not done a great job, uh, Florida, with certain things like with you know like the you get all of South Florida and the water issues and and that are affecting the Everglades and stuff. I mean, the fish populations that that are kind of exclusive to, to South Florida are being really impacted by that kind of stuff. And right, and, but the right. dollars don't add up. You get redfish involved, you know, and it's like, wait a minute, this is the. I'm right. sure they put out some numbers, but it's like you've said, it's crazy numbers that, that are generated just by having this fish exist. You know what I mean? So, right. So the biggest thing too, is like this problem that we're dealing with now doesn't stem from five years ago. It stems from 20 years ago. So we're trying to clean up something yeah. that, you know, and so my biggest thing is like after li- listening to everybody's issues in their own areas, I'm like, holy shit, we got a pretty good up yeah. here. Yeah. Dude. Now, I want to make sure we keep it and it gets better yes. up here. So how do we do that? That's like, you know, so yeah. we're going to put on these little, uh, these little classes. I think it's like at least four once every quarter. Um, and just, I'm just going to get really involved because I, I mean, it's clear to everybody. I love the redfish. I love it. Love yeah. it. And well, so I, I mean, look, everything. Lionel, you, you know, uh, this, this value that we're putting on the monetary value we're putting on this fish. I mean, you're a part of that. You know, a lot right. of how you make a living is people coming down here catching those redfish. You know what I mean? Ooh. So, like, I, you know, it, it, it. it matters to a lot of people. And uh, I mean, for, if there's number, numbers folks listening out there, I'm going to have some really good numbers there because it was really, really, like, impressive, you know? And, and, and I feel like it was, um, how do I say it? I feel like it was the truth. There was nothing being hidden. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, we, we got to ask these questions directly to them. So, you know, you can tell, uh, you know, like if somebody was trying to beat around the bush, are they giving you a direct answer, you know? And I, yeah. I think these are individuals that um, are doing their job. Yeah, absolutely. And that's all you can ask. And and I, and I agree with you. The, the, the people that I saw uh, watching the video, um, they definitely seem to have the best interest. And you know what was the other thing that I liked about one of the presentations I saw? I mean, they talked about some of the failures as well. I mean, they're they're not blind to it. And and I say failure meaning, you know, like the you know, the I remember one little segment that she was explaining kind of the history of things and the redfish became super popular because of a chef at down in New Orleans, I can't remember his name, blackened it, right? So that became a yeah, popular meal. Yeah. So then there became this commercial fishery out of nowhere and they could during a spawning season they could basically sign net like the entire population like very quickly right and so it just yes, decimated sure. it i think that was in like the mid 80s it just decimated yes. it and yes. uh and so it's had so they had to put some stiff regulations in place to rebuild it and then you know there's the the gill net issue that, that was banned and that of that was a huge boost to the population that's a little more recent um but you see it now versus then, you know what I mean? You can see those changes and, um, it, you know, I don't know. It's nice to see them kind of address that sort of a, this happened because not everybody knows. I didn't know. It's like this happened and here's how we had to react to it. Like, yes, it, right. you know, even now, like, yeah, it sucks to have slot limits and it sucks that you can't keep five fish a person like over in Louisiana, but it's, it's the, they do it for a reason. You know, it's not just right, out of thin air. Right, and, and right, right. And these kind of things are going to help them dial that in. So it sounds like the ultimate goal is, hey, the panhandle has a problem, so we have to have this slot limit, one fish, a person, whatever. But over here in, you know, the big bend, um, things are great. So 
we'll change that regulation there. And um, for sure, that that makes perfect sense to do it that way. But you can't just shoot from the hip, right? You got to take a no, few years. No, it takes time, man. It takes time. So yeah, man, I I, I definitely encourage you to dive into that part a little bit more. Um, you know, because it's it's crazy. One thing that I found out was about the manatees, man. Like you know, they're so they, they solely survive off of seagrass. Yeah. That's, how, that's what they eat, you know, and they're dying over starvation and the way they, you know, which sucks. And you think like starvation sucks, but once they, they get to a point where they can't swim and they don't have the energy, they actually die because they're drowning because they don't have the energy to keep up. So it's, it's like, oh. it, it's, it, there's a lot of information out there, man, you know, and I could talk to you about this for hours because it was so much like, okay. So they they are the only like one of the, not the only fight because there's captains for uh, clean water, uh, CCA and all that other stuff and they they all had like a representative there. So there's a lot of people fighting these fights, um, you know, because a lot of people come to Florida to live on the coast, you yeah. know. So they want clean water. They don't want that you know stanky smell and stank right. fish all over the place, you know. So yeah, man. And and look, um, Florida the the prosperity of Florida exists in my opinion because of the 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 ocean it's a peninsula and that's why people are there otherwise it's a freaking jungle that's hot you know what i mean like right i mean there's people i mean i'm not going to say everybody but that's why it is you get you you put florida in the middle of the united states and and the population would drop significantly you know what i mean for sure sure. and, and, and like you said nobody wants to to have that kind of crap you know going on in their backyard so I don't know. Absolutely. It just it takes it takes an army and it takes all sides and and it seems like it's all starting to maybe I'm closer to the industry so I see it more now. But I see you know captains for clean water and I see more organizations doing what I would consider like the right things. You know what I mean? For sure. For and sure. and that's that's encouraging because it it's a it's a marathon for sure because it's just absolutely such a long term process. But you know. It took, yeah, a long, it took a long time to get us here. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, it, I mean, yeah. it's going to take a while to fix it. But that's- I, I wish I had a little bit more, like, a strategic way to tell you guys this. Like I said, I just got home from Tampa. I was on the road. Um, but, you know, I'll drop what I can uh, as we go on and continue with this this podcast. Uh, unless you guys know what's going on and what they're doing. Uh, I met some great people, some great contacts to just get further involved in it, you know? Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Definitely keep us posted and and let us know how we can help when this stuff starts coming around. I mean, obviously we'll promote it, but you know, I mean, how, how can, you know, who knows, man, let me know. You just let me know. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and I, and, and I, and so I'm not sure on the dates, um, but I think you have a big announcement that we probably (laughs) need to make now. What's that? Uh, the debut We've already announced that you have a show coming out, and I'm sure you said yes. the date. But the first, it, the 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 launch date, the air date, is is what day? It's September first. September first. Next, next weekend. Yeah. So not, I'm sorry, not next weekend. Next next Wednesday. Yeah. It's a yeah. Yeah. Day, September first. Um, I I'm sorry, I've been all over the place. A lot I know you have, and that's sleep, <laughs> and that's you know, why I wanted it because I remember us talking, and I think. It just depends on schedules, but I think this may be the next podcast before um, that yes. is going to air. It just depends, you know. Yes, so <laughs> it is next week. I, I'm super excited, and you know what's what's even crazier about it? There's a lot of people excited about it too, man. Like, 
So it's nervous too because I'm like, man, I hope they like the show. I think they're gonna, you know, love it. Um, it is 100% me. Yeah. And I don't know what time. I think it'll it'll actually premiere probably sometime Wednesday afternoon. I'm I'm not sure yet. We're still dialing the time down. I, yeah, I it, it'll be kind this of. A- this all, so these are all first for me, like uploading the episode. Right. All that stuff is all first for me, you know. So uh we're gonna be able to talk about it Tuesday and then definitely hop back on uh Wednesday after everybody watches it and uh talk about it, man. But I'm 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 stoked about it. Yeah and I'm nervous, uh and I'm trying not to make it too much of a big deal. But this is literally what I wanted. Let me tell you, like when I was a kid, what I watched was TV fishing TV shows on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Me too, that's man. what I did. Me too. And that's that's what I wanted as a kid. That was my goal. Like one day I'm going to have my own show and yo, here it is so many years later. And like, it, it's just a testament and I don't want to sound cliche, but if you work for it, you dream it, you know, you can make it happen. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. nothing's impossible. Yo, I'm making like, yo, it's, it's a fishing show next week. Like that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's sometimes you just, you just got to do it, you know, and it's not easy yeah, and, it, and it takes sacrifice and all that stuff. But you, if you want it bad enough, then you just, you, you know, it happens. And I'm, I'm thrilled to see it, man. I really am. And, you know, I, I just wasn't sure we, we might talk before we, I, I don't, you know, we should, we normally talk before, but who knows schedules get crazy. Well, so. you know, it is next Wednesday, first September, uh, it's on waypoint TV. So waypoint TV is also, has a really fantastic app and whatever smartphone service you're with, whether it be I, uh, Apple or Samsung, I believe it is, um, or what phone you're with, you know, you can go to any, your app downloading system and download the app, uh, smart TVs. It's on there as well. You just download the app and I know it's, it's, uh, it's one of the other cable networks as well too. So, there are all kind of ways, but I just encourage everybody to download the app. That is the 100% easiest way to do it and watch it. And um, yeah, if you love fishing, it's a cool, it. it's a cool app, yeah. man. I, I use it all the time. I watched it last night. So, uh, you know, if you don't have it, go ahead and get it. That way you won't forget, you know, for sure. For sure. But, uh, well, cool, man. I can't wait to see it, Lionel. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk before then. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to talk to you next week. And, uh, I don't know. See, uh, see how it went. Yeah, man. You guys keep your eyes on it. There's a storm kind of brewing in the Gulf ish South area. Oh, so really? We'll see how this goes. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it's that time we'll of year. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So well, cool. Uh, Next week, man. That, yeah, man. Get, oh, uh, tell us how to find you online, man. Cause you already got other stuff going on. Go yeah. check it out. Like, uh, um, you know, the website, lionsaleadventures.com, YouTube, uh, YouTube backslash lionsaleadventures, and on Instagram, there's this really, really handsome fellow. That's yours truly, that's, and that's lionsaleadventures. And, uh, yeah, man, check it out. Waypoint TV coming September 1st. You know, shameless plug. You know? Lion, <laughs> Lion's Tale, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Awesome, buddy. Well, I can't so, wait to talk to you next week, man. Looking forward to right, seeing it. Man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.